The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. That's saintshappyhour.com. Yo, 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 what up? It's Deontay Harris with the New Orleans Saints. Y'all Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah. No bueno. Not good. Y'all Saints takes... This is awful, and I think it's because the the drinks that y'all be drinking be having y'all a little woozy, and y'all be forgetting like what team y'all talking about or something. I don't know what it is, but we gotta figure something out because it's, it's bad. Let's regroup, reassess, and just be better. You know, all love. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's that time of week where we're on YouTube. Smash that like button, smash that subscribe button. Andrew, they should share these wonderful videos. Thomas works really, really hard to make us look professional. Share the videos out in the social media world. Um, and subscribe to Saints Happy Hour. Become a patron at saintshappyhour.com. Uh, Jill, Don, and Carlos did it this week. They know Saints Happy Hour is the best Saints podcast anywhere. They're getting the swag boxes. They're getting the merch. Uh, you get it. Try us for a month. I love. I like love. I, I love that people do this when they're four and eight. That's right. Like I, that's uh, you are true Saints fans. Yeah. You but, found your home. Like I gotta say, Ralph. Like quickly. I just feel like right now, and and, and I won't name names, but there's podcasts out there. There's right. there's Saints Twitter personalities that are absolutely toxic, and I. I'm not going to go on a big rant and take you back to 2005, but we are lucky to have the Saints. We're, we are lucky that they even exist in New That's Orleans. Right. And, like, sometimes, man, like, these people, like, I don't know, like, you, you find out really quickly which podcasts That's right. are, are Saints fans and which ones are just, like, there to stir things up and be toxic. And I just feel like, look, man, like, I'm here to root for the coach, Dennis. I'm here to root for the quarterback and support him when he gets injured and the backup when he comes in. Like the, I root for all those guys, and I'm really, really thankful for our community this time of year because I feel like it's a safe space away right. from all that madness. And, and I want to say this. People got mad at me because I was like, I hate Devin White because he injured Jameis, and then he danced on his grave after week two this week when Jameis tried to play heroically, tried to play hurt again, and Devin White made fun of him and, and danced on his grave. And I said, people were like, well, you don't, you, you're not really that, right? You're not really love Jameis that much. I said, no, wait a minute. Jameis is my freaking quarterback. The guy in, injured him last year, 
probably ended his career for Jameis. Jameis is probably never going to be a starting quarterback because of that injury. Then dances on his grave. I'm a Saints fan, man. I don't like Devin White anymore. I don't care that he's at LSU. I'm a Saints fan. Forget that guy. Yeah. But here's the thing I wanted also, to get. Also, that probably cost the Saints a playoff spot last year. Probably did. Probably 100%. Here's the thing that I also want to say. Whether you we, – we don't like the Saints being 4-8, and eight, right? It's been kind of a miserable year. But the bottom line is, Andrew, this game that we're going to talk about, Saints-Bucks, it's a playoff game for the Saints. They win. They kind of take destiny into their own hands in the NFC South. Whether you think that they can complete the trick and dig out the hole from 4-8, and eight, it's irrelevant. Monday, they win. They get control of their destiny, and we get more relevant football. And I want games that I care about, that I'm excited about during the week. I want more of those. So I'm fired up for this game on Monday. People think I'm ridiculous. I got emails about my column on WWL saying I'm ridiculous, treating it like a playoff game. But it's a huge game. It's fun. And guess what? Dennis Allen, say whatever you want about that man. He gets his defense ready to kick Tom Brady's ass on the regular. The only time the Saints lose to Tampa and Tom Brady is when their offense lets them down. Yeah, uh, look, I, I'll come right out of the gate and say it. Like, I think they can win this division. I, I, I think they can pull this yeah. off. And I know there's immediately people like, ah, oh, get out of here. I don't want to hear that. Or that's ridiculous. They can't win another game. Have you watched this team play? Yes, I have. And I've also watched other NFC South teams play. And if you watch the Falcons and you watch the Bucks, it's like the Saints looking in the mirror. That's right. They're, they're all terrible. And here's the thing. Now, as we get later in the season, we're all starting to play each other. Somebody has to win. So somebody has to win. So, so why not the Saints? That, that, that's, that's the thing I ask myself. Why not them? They've already beaten Atlanta once. Now they lost to Carolina on the road. They lost to Tampa in a very close game that kind of came down to the wire. And in a game where Jameis Winston had his back broken and then his foot broken and like, or, you know, his tendon torn or whatever. And so it was 3 3. The Saints were about to score Ingram fumbles. Right. Everything right. changes. So everything changes. And you just wonder if Andy Dalton had started that game with the Saints have won. So, man, I, I look at these games coming up and like, there's two games, Tampa and Atlanta, and if the Saints win both and they're six and eight, there's a decent shot they're in first place in the division after those right. two weeks. And I and I, I like I've seen those teams play. These are winnable games. Period. Winnable like games. as bad as the Saints are, these are winnable games. It's, it starts Monday. And here's the thing: as I watched with Tampa, I went on the the NFL Rewind, and I, I watched Cleveland. I watched the entire Tampa Cleveland game because I'm a sicko. But I watched some of their older games too, Andrew. This is the thing with Tampa. They cannot run the football. And that was when they had Tristan Wirth at right tackle. Yeah, and, and what's up with Fournette? I know he was out last week. Yeah, he was out last week. It doesn't, they can't run the ball. Cleveland's 31st against the run stuffed the Tampa run game in a bag, right? Yeah. They can't run the ball. Their defense is, when you look at the... Overall picture, you say it's still pretty good. Only giving up 18 and a half points a game. Top 10, number seven. But their run defense, they give up 190 yards to Cleveland. Now, I know one of them was a trick play, so you kind of take that up. But Chubb went, ran for 100 yards. You can run the ball on Tampa now. So their defense, you can, you can kind of control the game. So I look at this game, Andrew, and 
my simple checklist for the Saints is besides don't shoot yourself in the foot and fall down the stairs like the 2022 Saints are that's right thank you Thomas besides that my two things for the Saints run the ball and tackle in space because Tom Brady is going to be bubble screening and throwing four yard passes all game long if the Saints do those things they'll win the game yeah I watched this Tampa offense man and it's short pass short pass slant screen Check down of the running back. Like it's just it over <laughs> and over. It's like death by a thousand paper cuts. And it really does just, it forces you to tackle. Like as soon as that yeah. guy catches the ball and, and if they drop a pass, the drive stalls. Like if I do like, and, and you know, they don't, they don't mess those plays up a lot. Cause Brady is so accurate on those short throws. But like if a dude drops a pass and it's second and 10, then they're behind schedule. And that plan doesn't really work. But like every eighth pass or so, They'll go vertical, and you'll see Tom Brady, if it goes incomplete, he throws <laughs> right. his hands up, he gestures at the official, and he's lobbying for a flag every single time. So when you watch this game and you see the Bucks go vertical, if you see the ball hit the turf, look for it. I'm telling you, it's every time Brady will start at clamoring, asking for a penalty. That's like how they do it. It's so annoying. It's like, it's like uh, the, the World Cup soccer player going to the ground and hoping for the hoping yellow for card penalty. from the referee and just like, you know, grabbing his knee and his ankle. And then he gets upset seven seconds later. So, so anyway, yeah. you know, that, that offense, like that, that's how they operate. And so, yeah, I mean, it stresses your tackling, but as long as you can do that, you can be successful against them. And the saints over the last several years have been successful, but you know, again, Ralph, like when I look at this game and you have saints fans that'll say like, I'm not really interested if, 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 if I can't win a Super Bowl, then like, I don't even want the Saints to go to the playoffs because they're just going to get curb stomped. And I, I just think that's faulty, a faulty way of thinking. Like we have seen awful teams beat the Saints. We've seen a seven and nine Seattle team win their division and then beat the Saints with Beast Quake in the, in the playoffs. So like once you get in, anything can happen. And by the way, if the Saints get in, they host the game. That's right. They get a home game. Can so you imagine team, the clinch? Some team cheeks? is going to be 11 6. They're going to come to New Orleans and play the, the whoever wins the NFC South, whatever terrible team wins the NFC South. And like, they're not going to be happy about a road game. And so, like, Ralph, I just like, as long as the Saints aren't eliminated, I'm going to root for them to win. That's right. Because at the end of the day, it's not even about playoffs or not. I just want more meaningful games. That's right. There's nothing worse than than staring into the abyss with six games left in the season with nothing to play for, and it's even worse this year because they don't have a first-round pick. So, like, just extend the window as far as you can for as many meaningful games as possible to make my Sundays more enjoyable. Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No 
ads ever. You also get breaking Saints news podcast, Saints player grades, early access to shows, and behind the scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. Part of the straw, part of the thing I think with Tampa this year and why they struggle so much is I I looked at Tom Brady. I don't think he's cooked in a sense of physically he can't do it. He struggles yeah. a little bit. Not more I more than last with, year. Yeah. Well, accuracy. But I think the main thing is Tampa even though they brought most people back and and the team was coming back, I think they forgot the main ingredients that made Tom Brady great in a sense of the thing that made Drew great at the end of his career. He needed certain things to thrive, right? He needed Alvin Kamara, a short running back. He needed Michael Thomas, was the perfect receiver as Drew Brees' arm strength went, right? Because he could make contested catches. I think Tampa, they don't have Gronk. They don't have a running back that can catch. They don't have a slot receiver that they can count on. And those are all things that Tom Brady really, really needs. You don't think you don't think Godwin's a slot receiver? No, I mean they need a they need a slot receiver like uh like Jarvis Landry that's like I'm just gonna catch four for thirty one and be Man, I tell you, yeah, I mean Mike Evans and and Godwin, like if one of them goes down they're, they're sunk because they're already past, I think, the level of injuries that they can tolerate. But like that, well, that's that would my, be the, the final. Name. That was my next question. That was my next question. You, you always tell me. And, and, and by the way, people, if you listen to this podcast, become a patron. You can get Andrew's Saints grades. He grades every Saints player every week, every play. And over the years that I've known you, you've really educated me on schematics and strategy. But you always say, Ralph, you're like an offensive line. He's like, when it starts to get decimated. You never know wh- who's the guy or what's the injury that's going to cause it to crumble. And you always say, usually it's the losing the third guy, but sometimes it's just one guy that's super critical and it all comes down like a pile of bricks. And I look at Tampa's offensive line, Andrew, and I'm like, I'm thinking about the juge offensive it, line it, crumbling. It was more. already bad before Wurfs got hurt. It already was bad. <laughs> now... Is it to the point where we're like, man, Saints are just jailbreak. We're killing Brady. Like everybody, everybody's getting pressured. Granderson, Street, Marcus Two First, Jordan's looking young and spry. Like, are we are we to that point where it might be that way Monday? I think I think we might be. Um, yes. So, and it's interesting. Like the Saints are getting healthier. That's now. right. Uh, you know, it looks like Lattimore has a shot to play this week. We'll keep an eye on that. Pete Werner was back at practice. And they, actually, they have an interesting problem with Pete Werner because Aiden Ellis has been amazing. He Caden leads Ellis the league. He, he, he leads the league in tackles the last three weeks. That's right. And, and uh, so Caden Ellis has been excellent. And so now it's a good problem to have where you have three linebackers and maybe only two spots. And it's like, which one do you play between Werner and Ellis? And, you know, look, they'll figure that out. But I think, again, it's a good problem to have to have a good, good talented player back and you figure out you know, the, the best way to give them each roles where they're all contributing, but Ellis gives them juice in a pass rush that I don't know that Pete Warner does. I, I kind of yeah. want Ellis to play this game with that battered and injured Tampa line. 
Yeah, no, I hear you. So I, I just think the Saints, like this is, we know this is a good matchup for them. It's been a favorable matchup in the past. And I, I think it'll be a, a well-contested game. And you said this earlier in the week. Tampa is not one of those teams that, like, the Saints fans that just, like, through thick and thin. I, I just feel like there, it's one thing when you go on Twitter and it's, like, a toxic experience. But when you're, when you're at the Dome on Sundays, uh, the fans are generally, like, super supportive until the end. I, right. Yeah, occasionally I, I've heard some boos and I've heard negativity. Uh, but for the most part... The energy in the Superdome, kind of regardless of the record, is always pretty good. I, I got to give the Saints fans that are there in person a lot of credit for how they treat the team during games. And I just know that Tampa is not like that. It, they, they, Tom Brady has infused the Tom Brady expectations into this team. And so they are furious. They hate Todd Bowles is catching a lot of heat. Byron Leftwich is starting to catch a lot of heat. They're starting to get angry with Tom Brady. And so... Uh, this kind of patriot mentality that like anything less than a Super Bowl is unacceptable has infected Tampa, and I just feel like they're on the precipice here where they are really close to That's turning right. on their team. And it's just like if the Saints can get up on them early, I just think the vibes in that stadium are going to be really negative. That's right. If 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 the Saints, if you could give us one more good start in twenty twenty two. Make it Monday. Give me, give me, and, and not even, I'm, Andrew, I'm not even asking for the world. Just get me, get, just get me up 10 to three <laughs> in, the fir, in the first quarter and a half. Just get me up 10 to three. That's all I ask. But here's the, you talked about Tampa. Tom Brady's a mercenary. Like he's not, he's not a guy spend his whole career in Tampa. Tampa loves him because he won, but they'll throw him to the, to the wolves, right? But, the other interesting thing about Tampa is Todd Bowles, the Saints fans have been critical of Dennis Allen, but when we're critical of Dennis Allen, we don't really talk specifics. We talk about things we don't understand. We talk about, oh, the Saints are undisciplined, and, you know, Sean Payton made Those them win and gave them yep. ma- magic things that we don't understand, right? Because it's like, oh, well, when, when, when Sean Payton was there, they didn't have penalties. Yeah, they did. They were one of the, the Saints were one of the most penalized teams the last five years. Uh, you know, when Sean Payton was there, Kamara didn't fumble. Well, yeah, but is that really Dennis Allen? But for Todd Bowles, Tampa fans, their criticisms of him are very specific. They are like, you don't know how to manage the clock. You don't know how to manage end game situations. And it came up in Cleveland where they didn't call timeouts at the end of the game. They didn't. And, you know, he, they had fourth and one from the buck from the Browns 37. They took a delay a game and punted and fans like, what are you doing? You don't know how to manage the game. So that's, that's a really interesting situation. Ideally the saints get up and then Todd, Todd Bowles makes a really bad in game decision in the second quarter. And that crowd, Andrew boy, they'll turn on him. I want it. I, uh, man, can't wait for that to happen. But no, look, I, I think the Saints have a good chance to win this game. I really do. Mm-hmm. I know it's easy to kind of piggyback on everything that's happened, but I just think I've always felt this way, regardless of what your team, what their record is, and regardless of how the year has gone, like good or bad. Every week is a new opportunity. It's a new matchup. And I have seen some of the greatest teams lose. I, I saw... At one point, like a 13-1 and Patriots team just kind of like inexplicably lose to an awful Dolphins team a few years ago. That's right. 
when Tom Brady was awesome, like I just like out of nowhere, everyone was like, where did that come from? And I just think from week to week, you don't know like how the preparation was, who's injured, uh, who who is playing, but under the weather. Like there's just so many things that so many things that factor in. Ooh. And I, I just think this is a must win for the Saints. And I'm who's like every, every game from here on out is probably a playoff. Well, exactly. Well, I think I think if they get to if they can get to eight wins and win the rest of the games in the South, they'll they might win this division. Yeah, maybe. Um, but give me a guy because we only have a couple minutes left. Give me a guy that we're not talking about. That if if, if I said to you, man, this guy's going to play great, it could really swing the game. And I'm not talking about Kamara or Dalton with his primetime bugaboos. <laughs> give me a guy that you're like, man, if that guy could play good, that would really swing it to the Saints' favor. Well, I mean, I, I just think Tampa's interior is still pretty good, um, and I think their linebackers are exceptional. So am I allowed to pick Josh Andrews? You can pick Josh, yes. All right. Yes. I mean, I, I, Cesar Ruiz might be a better one just because, like, you know, when he gets to the second level, that's the guy that can get a hat on Devin White, on mm-hmm. Levante David. Same with Andrews Pete. So, like, th- those would be the obvious ones where when those two are playing well, they're, they're good guards. And I guess I would pick Pete because Pete had a really bad game last week coming back from injury. Mm-hmm. And if he can get back to, the like, his higher level, then I think Pete playing well is a big deal for the Saints uh, Ruiz has played well all year, so I have confidence that he'll continue to. But the reason I say Josh Andrews is he's kind of the lowest common. He's the lowest de- denominator of the three up front. Mm-hmm. And I just think if you can get Eric McCoy level play out of Josh Andrews, that's a huge deal. For one night, baby. Give me, give me one shining moment, Josh Andrews. One. <laughs> just one. But yeah, so, I mean, the, right. so more, more, more vaguely, I would say the Saints interior line. Yeah. All right. We do this podcast every week. We give us the opportunity. We made the pick on the live stream. You should check it out on Twitch every every Monday night or the night after the Saints play this week. Next week it'll be Tuesday. We give us the opportunity if you want to change your pick. And I, right now, I renounce my pick on Monday night. I renounce it in all its form. Thomas, thank you. Lock it in. Saints are going to bury the Bucks on Monday night mm. going to be a special night. Your UDFA son, Andrew, is going to run a punt back for a touchdown. Saints 24 to 6. They're going to get to 5 and 8. Going to have a bye week. Going to love the bye week. And out of the bye week, Saints, Falcons for everything in the NFC South. That's my pick. I changed my mind. Uh, well, Way to stick to your convictions, Ralph. That's right. Like a small uh, you, you, baby. You you, uh, <laughs> you flip like the wind. It's unbelievable. Right. I'm a politician. I can't, I can't say I'm surprised. Uh, no, I'm not changing my pick because I stick to my convictions. And by the way, I've been picking the Saints to lose for weeks in a row. And I picked them to win this week. I was the only one on our show to pick them to win. And I'm not changing. So 17-13 Saints. Marcus first is your player of the game. He yeah. is going to feed. He only has a half sack this year. This is the game where he bakes up that sack number a little bit and takes Ooh. advantage of this. And, and it's and it's, and it's on prime time. Everybody watching, he can make himself some money. That's right. So, guys, thanks for supporting the show. 
If you're not a patron, go to saintshappyhour.com, support the show, smash that like button, smash that subscribe button, share it across social media. Thanks to everybody that supports the show. Thanks for Thomas for waking up in the middle of the night in Poland, recording the YouTube special edition. Guys, thanks for joining us, and we will see you Monday night after Saints Bucks on Twitter Spaces.